I think in life, that's what we've got. We all have challenges. We all have a lot of difficult situations that we wish were different. But we can look at them and instead of saying, why did this happen to me? If we can change our perspective and say, okay, I wish this hadn't happened, but what can I learn from this? That's what we're here is to start looking at things from a higher perspective. We have so many different avenues that we can follow to find that higher perspective, whether it's meditation or it's Reiki or it's yoga or it's reading or it's art or it's dance. We want to look at things from a higher perspective. Hi friends and welcome to season two of the Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker podcast. I am Debbie, your host and the creator of what I believe is a sacred space in which I have conversations with individuals from all sectors who are dedicated to elevating consciousness around different aspects of life. With a background in ghostwriting and editing books, content development and medical journalism, as well as many other side jobs, and several years experience working for the international nonprofit called the Kabbalah Center, I bring you enlightening conversations with people whose work, knowledge, energy, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and experience the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. I also desire to share energy and wisdom that I received from my spiritual teacher, Karen Berg, who was the founder and spiritual director of the Kabbalah Center until her passing in 2020. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive what you need to create new possibilities and find greater levels of expansion in your health, relationships, and business. It is my honor to connect with you and be a part of your process. I believe that we are here to support each other on our earthly journey, and I also believe that life's challenges are most effectively tackled from the inside out. Each episode of my show presents another way to do that. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and for being with me. I hope you enjoy. Hi. Hi, Peggy. How are you? I'm very good. How are you doing today? Good. Nice to see you. This is Peggy Gaines. She's a Reiki master and Mm -hmm. teacher based in Miami. And she has a beautiful story about how she came to the work and why she does it. And she teaches people how to connect with the Reiki energy and how to use it in their lives. And she also does personal sessions and then experience the energy for ourselves. I was saying that a lot of times those of us who are in the field of self-development wellness, spiritual growth. We do a lot of shifts. We can do it through our actions, on the spiritual level, on the consciousness level, on the emotional level. But something like the Reiki energy, it allows us to move energies through the body because sometimes our body, if anybody's read the book, The Body Keeps the Score, the body can hold memories. 
Absolutely. and energies and mm -hmm. patterns. And mm -hmm. in order to really move into a different space in our life and really to embrace that new reality that we've worked so hard to create for ourselves, mm -hmm. we need something like the Reiki energy, for example, to move through the body and to release anything that we might be holding on to. How did you get into this? I started with meditation was really what I started with. And I started doing meditation because I was having trouble sleeping, like so many people have trouble sleeping. This was back in the 90s. And so I got a book and I had a cassette tape and I started doing it and I was doing it about 20 minutes a day and it, it took care of that issue. I'm married and I have two kids. And when my son was 17, we found out he had a malignant brain tumor. And okay. yeah, that was, it was, that was shocking. And it Ooh. felt like the bottom just dropped out of our world. And so I taught him how to meditate and I would meditate every place. He was supposed to be a senior in high school. And instead he wasn't able to go to school. He had to do his all his classes online and it it was really a struggle for him but he meditated and that really helped him i didn't know anything about reiki at that time i had never even heard of reiki went through all of this and he was a big guy he was like six four he was 17 he worked out all the time he always had a girlfriend and suddenly everything's changed we can't hang out with his friends he can't go to school he has two brain surgeries he lost the muscles that he'd been working on, the physique that he'd been working on. He's just skin and bones. He walks with a limp and his girlfriend left him. And we go into the oncologist office and the oncologist said, Nathan, how are you today? Is the glass half full or half empty? And without missing a beat, he said, it's three quarters full. Three quarters full, I couldn't even, I thought, Wow, I didn't even know that was a box you could check. I was just amazed. But so I tucked that away and we went through all this chemo and radiation and a couple of surgeries. And after about three years, he became a quadriplegic from another brain tumor that they couldn't even find in the beginning. They could not find. And we meditated through all of that. He was dying. And my biggest concern was that he not be afraid to die. And so we talked about everything. And in the final day, someone said, have you tried Reiki? And I'd never even heard of it. And so I got somebody, Reiki master, to come in. And they gave me some Reiki and gave him some Reiki. And it didn't change that trajectory of what happened, but it was my introduction to it. So here he is completely paralyzed. He's laying in bed and he's at home and all of a sudden his breathing becomes, he cannot speak anymore. His breathing, he's just panting because what's happening is his lungs are becoming paralyzed. And so I sat there with him. It lasted for quite a while. And it was the end of the afternoon. And I'm sitting at the end of his bed. And there 
was like four o'clock in the afternoon or 4.30. There was no overhead light. There was a window, there were like two windows. But all of a sudden, as he's sitting there, I see coming out of the crown of his head, this cone of light. And I thought, now, where is that light coming from? There's a, no light source in the, in the ceiling. And I put my hand through it and I thought, Nathan, that's coming from you. It was his spirit. And I realized, I said, Nathan, you're getting ready to leave us. And it lasted for maybe five or 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden it was gone and his breathing changed from this panting to, it sounded like a normal breath. And I called my daughter and I said, Heather, get in here, something's happening. And he took one more breath and then he was gone. And so I was, of course, very sad when that happened. Hearing this, I'm so deeply sorry for your loss. I must have been absolutely excruciating for a mother. You know what people say, it's the worst thing that could happen when you lose a child. And yet, I look at it, and when he died, of course I was sad, but I was never angry, and I wasn't depressed. I looked at it and I thought, oh my God, I am so grateful he was part of our family for 20 years. Wow. What would our family have been without his humor, his love, and his insight? And I thought, I am so grateful he chose me to be his mom. And wow. I looked at I realized what I was doing. I was looking at the situation three quarters full. I was looking at not what I had lost, just like he had not looked at what he had lost. He looked at what he had, and that's what I was doing. I was looking at what I had been given, not at what I'd lost. And honestly, as weird as it sounds, if someone said, you could have $5 million, or you could go through this with a child, I would take that in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, because, what are we here for? I felt like my soul just just expanded. And I learned so much going through that. And I realized everybody needs to know. I realized it was meditation, that it changed my brain, literally changed my brain. It helped me to look at things from a higher perspective. Instead of looking at it as a victim, I looked at it as what can I learn from this? This is like being in a class that's way over my head, but I don't know why it happened, but I understand this concept and I got that lesson. And so I wanted to learn as much as I could. I recognize that a lot of people have children who die, but not the majority of people. I was given a lesson that many people don't get, and I did not want to lose out. I did not want to miss something that I could learn from this. And so I think in life, that's what we've got. We all have challenges. We all have a lot of difficult situations that we wish were different, but we can look at them and instead of saying, why did this happen to me? If we can change our perspective and say, okay, I wish this hadn't happened, but what can I learn from this? That's 
what we're here is to start looking at things from a higher perspective. We have so many different avenues that we can follow to find that higher perspective, whether it's meditation or it's Reiki or it's yoga or it's reading or it's art or it's dance. We want to look at things from a higher perspective. And so that's what meditation did for me. And after that, then I was at a church and they were having a talk about Reiki after the service. And that's where I went and I said, that's what I had with Nathan. And so I went and that was the beginning. I started learning. That was in about 2007 or so. I've been doing it for a while and I'm now a licensed Reiki master teacher through the International Center for Reiki Training. And it is something that will, everyone can learn how to do. Everyone can learn it. And it helps you with every single aspect of your life. It's amazing. Have you ever tried it, Debbie? I have. I've actually taken the course. So Great. I'm tapped in. Great. Because basically, if people want to understand, you take the course. And then just by going through, you're able to... It's like there was a Sui, right? He was this master. He basically opened up this channel of healing energy. So now there's probably millions of people around the world who are tapped into this channel that he opened and are able to then share it with other people. And it is a beautiful healing energy. It is. It's amazing. I think everybody should know how to do it. Or there should be somebody in every family that knows how to do this because it will help you with everything. It helps you with relationships, it helps you with jobs, it helps you find parking spaces. It raises the vibration, the energy of your food, it respects free will, it only does things that are for your highest good. So it's not gonna help you win the lottery unless you know that's for your highest good. It helps with everything. So it, I'm so happy, Debbie. So before you eat, do you do a blessing? Do you tap, like how do you bring the energy through in or looking for a parking space, for example. I set the intention. What makes it happen is intention. So there are, when you take Reiki 2, there are symbols that you learn, and those symbols bring in more energy and make your energy stronger. So you can send in that second day of Reiki, you can you learn how to send Reiki. So I send Reiki to, I'm driving and I know we're gonna go to a restaurant and there's gonna, it's gonna be hard finding parking, or I'm going to Miami Beach or wherever I'm going. And I just go, okay, I'm going to send it a couple minutes before I get there. And there will be a parking space. It's, it's, it's amazing. It doesn't happen 100% of the time, but I'd say it happens easy 80% of the time. It, it's amazing. For my food, I can do it. We put energy, anything we put our attention on. We put our attention, we put our energy. So the person that planted that crop had put their energy on the seeds, the person who harvested, who put it in the bags, who transported it, who put it on the shelves at the store, who checked you out, they all put their energy into it. So some of those people are having a great day, others are not having a great day. And their energy is in that. So I just, to my grocery bag, I'll just do a symbol, I'll just put some energy in there, or to, to the front of my refrigerator, I'll just send some energy because we can raise that. Wow, if you go through this world like an energetic consciousness ninja, and it's so beautiful because 
for example, I was listening to Joe Dispenza the other day, and he's helping people rewire yeah. their brains and li yeah. literally live in a different universe, one that's beyond logic, one that's beyond the limitations of this world. Yeah. And he's, he said the reason why he's so passionate is now he's thinking, what if we get groups of people who are living in this reality where they're able to do these things that are beyond? And what would that do to change the vibration of the whole? So I'm just thinking of you even sending the energy before you go somewhere. You probably affect, because we're all connected, yeah. all of the people in that area. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Joe Dispenza is a really interesting person. I went to his week-long workshop. It, it's really fascinating how he's exciting so many people and turning them on to meditation and to changing the way that you're thinking about things. I think there are so many good resources to tap into. There's Abraham Hicks. I listen to that every day when I'm getting dressed. There's The Course in Miracles. There's a gazillion things. So you just want to tap into something that is a higher vibration because we can focus on what is not working on the problems. Or the lack. Or the lack. Exactly. And I believe we need to be informed, but we need to be solution-oriented, not problem-oriented. Yes, there are issues, absolutely. There is social injustice. And what we need to do is raise the energy and focus on the positive. Hi guys, I'm quickly interrupting this episode to let you know that you can now support the Cosmic Chats on Patreon. Check out my page, Debbie Sugarbaker Cosmic Chats, and feel free to become a monthly donor. We so appreciate it, and it helps us to keep this show going, to get this information, this wisdom, this energy out there on the waves and touching hearts and souls like yours. Thank you so much in advance and enjoy the rest of the episode. In the Course in Miracles yesterday, I read it and it said that happiness is guaranteed for everyone. We have free will. So it's how long are we going to take before we get there? So we can take the hard road and focus on everything that's not working or we can go to a higher vibration and say, okay, I'm focusing on the way that I want the world to be. I'm focusing on where we are kind to each other because we are all connected. That's the world I want to focus on. And when we are kind to ourselves, what we have to start with is compassion to ourselves. We have to talk to ourselves the way we would talk to our oldest friend. Instead of saying, oh, I can't believe you screwed that up. I can't believe you, you did that wrong. I can't believe it. And talk to yourself as you would your oldest friend and give encouragement because that increases our vibration, our light. And that is what we put out into the world. Debbie, anybody that are, are listening to you are tapping into your insights, we're part of that light. And we need to remember that and we have an important role right now. The world needs us. You are an amazing light that you're bringing this. It really mm -hmm. is that you're reaching out to so many people and connecting with so many other people. Thank you, Debbie, for inviting My me. My pleasure. To be part of your, your day.
Wow, thank you for coming and for sharing your story. And I actually didn't know I, your son. I feel like he's part of, he's a huge soul because imagine all of the souls that you've touched with this spiritual energy and elevating the consciousness. And he was the catalyst for that. It's so beautiful. He, absolutely, yes. When he was dying, he was never like, why did this happen? But he said, why do you think this happened? And I said, Nathan, I think you volunteered for this. You asked for this because you've taught me so much. You've taught your friends and my sister and his dad so much. And you asked for a challenge, and this is the challenge. And he's still affecting people. He is. He is. He, I feel him around all the time. And, and actually, I did write a book. Beautiful. It's called Three Quarters Full. It's on my website. You can get it on Amazon. But it's like 10 things that I learned from going through him, like the three quarters. Look at what you have, not at what you've lost. It's our mindset. Our mindset is going to bring us happiness or it's going to keep us in despair. And that is the, really the biggest lesson, I think. Yeah, so I, I'm very grateful that my son chose me to, to be part of his mission. This was, he got done early. And yeah. now you're carrying it forward. And do you also, before we do like an experiential thing, I know that I have some people who will watch this probably in the replay who are from Miami. So you do yeah. live sessions. Can you also do by Zoom? Yes. I'm also in New York at the moment. I'm in oh. New York City. So sometimes, nice. occasionally, I'm up here in New York. Perfect. So I do sessions here and teach classes here. I have an office in Miami in Coral Gables where I do live sessions and I teach classes there. But I also do everything on Zoom. So you can have this energy is not limited by time or space. So I send, I do energy sessions on Zoom, and I also teach classes on Zoom. So, yeah, it's amazing. Do you have any stories of, like, maybe a client who experienced something that was pretty Yeah, there's so many. You talked to begin with about things that hold us back and blockages in our energy field that keep us right. from going forward. So when someone comes for a Reiki session, that usually the typical Reiki session you are the practitioners putting their hands over or just lightly on you. And I do that, but I give them the option that we can start with what's called Holy fire healing experience. And it's really a guided meditation where I'm giving Reiki at the same time. So I always tell people, okay, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not going to be helping you with this. If you have something that you want to let go of, you do not need to tell me what it is. So it could be something that every time you think about it, it makes you feel either sad or upset or angry or guilty or ashamed. And you are tired of feeling that way. It could have been something that happened last week, last year, or when you were a child. And you do not need to tell me what it is. You don't even have to tell me what emotion you have. So most people have something like that. So I'll say, okay, you got one thing that you are ready to let go of. You're ready to be healed. And I will say, I want you to give it a number from zero to 10. 10 is, it's so upsetting. I can't even talk about it. I've had people say 10 or nine. 
if somebody says it's a six, I go, that's the best you got. You want, you want to get rid of something big. So I'll ask them for something big. Then we'll do this session. And afterwards, I'll ask them, okay, now think about that issue again and give it a number from zero to 10. It was a nine. And I just had this yesterday and it went down to a three. I've had people who've had post-traumatic stress problems that are healed through this. As I said, nobody needs to tell me anything, but from what the person shared, I knew that they had been sexually abused as a child. And afterwards she said, I've been dealing with this for 15 years. I've been seeing a therapist and I always, I think you should see professional help, but it, she said, it's gone. The feeling is gone. And it's not me who's doing it. It's the energy of Reiki. You have to be willing to be healed, but it's gentle, it's loving, and it respects free will. It's only going to work if, you, if that's what you want. Yeah, and it's amazing that you said it because the first time that I came in contact with it, it was like I, I went to a woman for, I had this like back issue. So I went for a massage and I didn't realize that she also did Reiki. So she did the Reiki on me. And then I went home and about an hour and a half later, wow, I had this huge awakening of something that happened, I think, when I was very young. I don't even know exactly like all the details around it, but it, I could feel the energy, the energetic imprint that it left inside of me, which yeah. was like an energy of unworthiness or like I, not even like a belief system, more like an energetic block. Yeah. And I, and the energy, I feel like continued to work on it. And since then it's been, it was in the beginning of when I started this podcast and everything. So it was a part of that whole process of releasing something. It was like some big energy that I, picked up when I was a yeah. child yeah. and the release of it has been like this slow process of me also coming into a different version of myself. And it's interesting because the Reiki energy pretty much kicked it off and I'm yeah. thinking it's probably due for another session. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And uh, it is like a time release. Like that happened. It kept working after you left, after the right. session was over. And that's the way it is. It And it knows like that woman didn't know you had that issue and it didn't matter that she didn't know Reiki understood because exactly. this energy is from source it's from pure love yeah the interesting thing was she told me I don't really receive stuff I'm not like a psychic I'm not like a medium I'm just gonna give you the energy but then afterwards she did say and she gave that she received a, a visual and so she's I'm just gonna share it with you and that visual actually was very, it was just a metaphor of a little girl in a, in, in a certain position. Just, it was like a metaphor for what the energy was for me that I ended up uh, releasing. Uh, uh, it was an interesting experience. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And the thing is, everyone can do it. If, if you have anybody in your life that you want to just is worried or is you can it's something that you learn on the first day how to give reiki to yourself how to give reiki to others yes yeah. so you know it is amazing it's amazing i think all mothers even to your aunt even to your dog sometimes i oh, give it to absolutely. my dog because he gets very anxious oh yeah. absolutely to your animals animals really love it that's why i thought 
when your dog was barking, he probably could feel that there was energy or something going on and he wanted to be around it because now, he, now he's talking. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys are talking about me. Yeah. And, yes. Dogs love it. And the thing is, and cats love it, all animals love it. And you don't, they don't even have to be on your lap. You can just focus your energy and they could be across the room and they get it. Yeah. So it's amazing. It, it is amazing. You can send it to your plants. You can send it to the earth, to the sky. You I was just thinking that. I'm like, what a beautiful way. Because sometimes like in nature, you go and you touch a tree. Yeah. And you want to receive from the tree or you want to receive from nature. But there's also a beautiful power in going to nature and just expressing gratitude, Absolutely. giving. Because when you give, it's when you really receive, right? Absolutely. And that because when you give a gift... That feels so good when you give something to somebody that you know that they would like to have. Uh, and it's the same way with, you can even, you can put Reiki on the bottom of your feet and intend that as you're taking a walk, you're giving Reiki to the earth. Isn't wow. that interesting? Yeah. So beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Is there, oh, we got to do our experience. We got to okay. receive the Reiki here. I just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or to sign up for a one-on-one theta healing session with me. All right, so we could, how much time do we have? Do we, have we started late, so we can do another 10, 10 minutes. minutes, something okay. like that. Okay, so I want you to close your eyes and just take a cleansing breath. Take a deep breath in, just blow it away. And just let your whole body relax. Now, Bring your hands to your heart center. Just let your hands be on your heart. And breathe into your heart. And nourish your heart. And as you breathe in and you breathe out, you find yourself walking in a beautiful forest. It's a gorgeous day. The air is crisp and clean and the sky is blue. And as you walk through this forest, you smell the fragrance of the forest. It smells so fresh and clean. It's this, the fragrance of pine and cedar. And so let's just, as you are in this forest, I want you to take your focus to the bottom of your feet and breathe in the energy that's coming up through the bottoms of your feet. You can feel this vibration. This is the energy of Mother Earth. It comes up from your Earth star. Breathe it in through the bottoms of your feet. Breathe it up into your heart and let your heart fill with this energy. And as you walk along, 
you breathe in the energy from above and you breathe it in through the crown of your head and you feel a light coming in through the crown of your head into your heart. This is the energy of Reiki. As you walk along, there's a breeze and you hear it lift the branches of the trees and that breeze gently brushes your cheek and it feels almost as though the forest is saying hello. You walk a little further and you come to a clearing. And in the middle of that clearing, there's a small hill. It's covered with tall, soft grass and very delicate wildflowers. The path leads you right to this hill. And as you stand there looking at the hill, you notice that there is a ring of young trees that surround the hill. It's almost as though they recognize that this is a very sacred place. You follow the path right to the hill and you decide to climb the hill. And as you climb the hill, you feel the brush against your legs and you smell the fragrance of the flowers. When you get to the top of the hill, you decide to lay down. And as you lay down in the soft grass, you feel the earth beneath you. And you feel supported by the earth. It feels almost as though you're resting against the chest of an old grandmother who loves you. And as you lie there, you look up at the sky and the sky is so blue. Have you ever seen a bluer sky? And as you lie there, you watch the clouds. They're just a few white clouds. They're slowly floating by. And as you watch, the clouds begin to part. And from the cloud comes a beam of light. It's unlike any light that you've seen before. This light comes from the highest heaven. The light shines down on you. You feel the energy flow through you. And it gives you the sense of safety, of healing, of love. Focus on that light and allow the light to guide you. Follow that light. And whenever you're ready, and you can open your eyes. Wow, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome.
I, re I received, even, I'm so sorry to everybody about the dog. I received the energy regardless. Absolutely. Absolutely. We all did. You all did. Yeah. But focus on sending out the energy that the right place is going to come to you. You know, yes. that, the right place. That just at the right time and the right place. And this is a challenge that you have. You yeah. are trying to do this. And I think that it helps us to recognize that even when we have challenges, that you still got the, you still got the Reiki. It let exactly. you that we don't, things are never perfect. They're never right. perfect. And we want to be happy and thrive in challenging situations. So it doesn't yeah. matter what's going on. It's all perfect for us. And so you are actually inspiring people to let them know, look, I, I, look what I'm doing. Even though the dog's barking, I'm having a successful podcast. I'm receiving Reiki and everything is good. And exactly. that's, that's the way we want to live. And I continue to find different solutions. Sometimes if my neighbor's here, if he's able to go over there or whatever, but I'm not yeah. sure available and find solutions but right. um but yeah thank you so much peggy and i wanted to tell you i also lost my little brother for oh, you almost four years ago did. i'm yeah. so sorry and when you said his name was nate my brother was nathaniel you're he kidding yeah isn't that so when you said nathan i said oh my gosh yeah. such a yeah it feels very uh, cosmic that we connected yeah. absolutely 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 do you have you had signs from Nathaniel? Totally. And also but Nate. And also by just like his process of getting ill, his was a mental illness, his like a serious mental illness. And his process of dealing with that, and we didn't know if it was physical, if it was what it was really. And that whole process is what brought me into this space because my heart was basically broken open. Sure. And so I it made me deal with a lot of things from childhood and just open up to the energy, my, my own energy field and become very aware of my own vibration and the way that basically creates in my reality. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. That's fantastic that you can see the gift, the, the sadness of that he was suffering. It wasn't in vain you have been able to grow as a soul because exactly. he was in your life. And I'm sure you're so grateful. I'm so grateful. To the thing was, he always had a huge heart, like the a huge heart. And so it's interesting that what brought him down was the mind. You could still feel his heart anyway. And then through his struggles and his passing, he opened up many hearts because a lot of people were thinking that life should be like this. And you got to do this, that, and the other. But what happens if you actually know your capacity to actually participate in that way? What do you have left? You have left, anyway, we have our hearts. And that's the most powerful. I've looked into a lot of things like the Heart Math Institute yes. and really just the power of aligning our hearts. And what does it say in Proverbs 4.23? It says, I don't usually quote the Bible, but this one mm -hmm. phrase is like, put your heart above everything else for it determines the course of your life. Isn't you know? that interesting? Great. I've not heard that that one before, and that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. And so once you get beyond the programming, it doesn't mean that, yeah, we don't want to have our achievements, and we don't want to do this. We want to have our goals, and we want to be able to move forward in life. Right. But how are we doing that? Are we doing it with kindness for ourselves? Are we loving ourselves in the process? Are we having kindness and empathy towards other people? 
those are the kinds of lessons that my brother Nate brought to my life. Isn't that wonderful? I'm so happy. Yeah. That as I don't know how you feel, but I think I would never wish something that you or I went through on anyone. And yet I hope everyone has the opportunity to break open like we did yeah. and to expand and to grow. Cause it's, there's a quote, it's where the whoops, where the little cracks are. That's where the light comes in. And Leonard Cohen. Yes, Leonard Cohen. Yes. And yes. And thank God. I'm so grateful for that light yeah. coming in. And it's in the challenges. That's where we grow. That's yeah. where we have the opportunity to. It's not when everything's smooth sailing. Right. It's where we have a way. We have a choice. How are we going to look at the situation as a victim? Right. Or what can we learn from this? And you learned from your brother. And I'm so thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah, no, and I was so inspired and very much connected with your story. And I'm inspired by your strength and your the way that you processed it and the way that you've taken that grief and that basically, which is love, that love forward yes. into the world to share it in the highest way, in a beautiful way. So yeah. thank you for coming on today. Thank you very much for asking me. It's been very nice. It's a pleasure. And I'm sure I'm going to reach out to you for a session very okay. soon. <laughs> okay, Debbie, it was great talking with you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much. For okay, bye-bye. Hope that this episode nourished your spirit and or opened you to a deeper level of connection or a higher perspective. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and leave me a review. I appreciate your support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well, take care, lots of love, magic, joy, opportunities, and blessing always. Bye-bye. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.